You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With the first pick in the NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups. 10,000. 10,000 layups. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the 10,000 Layups podcast. Julian, do you remember when the wolf season was going to start out easy and yeah. it's be all rainbows and butterflies? Those were the days, man. Those were the, the damn days. The honeymoon period is officially over. Uh, it was real yep. quick. Like in, in real life, would this be like the equivalent of like getting to your honeymoon and on like day two, your wife is making out with a waiter or something like, uh, you know, I wouldn't say it's that bad. That, that, that's pretty grim. It's um, <laughs> pretty bad, but, uh, it's certainly not good. We'll just say it's, it's like on the good. flight back. You're like fighting in front of everyone. It's more, it's, like, lo- it's more there than making out with the waiter on day one. Yeah. Um, it'd be tough, but, but it's not, yeah. Uh, all right, we got a lot to get to in a short amount of time. Um, so the Wolves are currently two and two. They lost to the Jazz in overtime, um, which was supposed to be like the big Rudy revenge game. Um, maybe not. I don't know. But uh, uh, so Vanderbilt they, revenge game. Vanderbilt and, and like Beasley, I think he had 15 points. Um, That's the story. He also said that Malik Beasley also said that he was looking to kill. Yeah, which, he's trying to kill everyone, which is um, not something you should say. Not something you should say, especially for someone who whipped out a gun when somebody tried to turn around in his driveway in like the middle of the day and yeah. afraid of homes tour. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying you should ever say that, but like, especially maybe be like, yeah, know your audience. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I shouldn't say these things that make Absolutely. me seem like a crazy person. Um, okay. And then the, the big loss was on Monday night. The wolves lost to the Spurs yep. 115 to 106. seems a lot closer than it was. They were down by 35 points yeah. at one point. Um, they actually got booed. The, the home crowd was booing them at game four. Um, after an exciting off season from, um, oh Anthony Edwards, it feels crazy. I'd be wanting to say something, but the fans are not wrong. We look bad. We, I definitely don't ever want to get booed again at home. I'll figure it out. 
Um, That's fair, I guess. Um, but I also don't think that the fans should be booing on game four. I agree with you. Um, I, Julian, like, we, we can go through some like different yeah. quotes. We'll get into yeah. Carl's quote in a little bit here, which was interesting. But um, Jace Frederick, um, there's a quote today from Tim Conley, who had an interview, basically just said last night was a terrible effort. Um, the way we've played thus far is not going to be good enough if we want to reach the goals we've sent internally or set internally rather. And then Chris Finch, when asked, what's the team's personality right now? Uh, we're kind of timid, which nobody's ever described a very good team as a timid team. I don't think no, certainly no not. girls, no, no, uh, no person is attracted to the other person because they're timid. No. Yeah. This is not good. Um, I think like for all, for all that the wolves really want to talk about kind of being this like counted out underdog, like there's so much, there's already so much entitlement around this team. And I think that like, this is kind of a, um, I mean, I hate to like always put everything on cat, but I think this is kind of a reflection of cats personality and like the way he's leading yeah. the team right now, because like throughout his career, Carl has loved to talk about how, He's slept on. Nobody believes in him, but then like through his actions show that he actually thinks that everybody should be kind of like falling over themselves for him. So, you know, he's got a, like, I really think cat is, is the crux of this. And like, I know, like I know Rudy hasn't been great, but like, I'm not going to pile on Rudy after four games on a new team. You know, like, I don't know. It's just like with, with the Gobert thing, it's like, it's too early. Yeah, you know, like it, it's like with the rest of the team, I I think we can start criticizing them. Um, with Gobert, like, yeah, it's too early. Like he's learning like an entirely new system. He's never played on another team. Like this is gonna take some time. And there so are, I think like for the X's and O's stuff, it's gonna take some time. But the the attitude's got to change. And yeah, like there's been yeah, there's been like obviously it's like Anthony Edwards is having a tough time without space. Um, when, when yeah. go bears in the game, like these are things we thought were going to happen. Um, but like four games in the wolves are 21st in offensive rating, 14th and defensive 27th in offensive rebounds, 24th and defensive, which is like not something you expect to see with like a Rudy Gobert team. No, um, this is interesting and kind of goes to your point. Um, box score plus minus the wolves only have three positive players. That's D'Angelo Russell, Turing Prince and Rudy Gobert towns. Meanwhile is seventh on the team at minus 2.6. So um, it is worth noting, like before we like call the fire department and, you know, be like, Oh my God, my house on fire. Uh, the wool started four nine last year. So like pump the brakes. Um, yeah. But at the same time, like I like asking you like two questions, what on a scale of one to 10, what is your worry level? And then be like, what is your biggest concern? Because, well, I don't, I won't yeah. put words in your mouth. I'll let you go. And then, then I'll, I'll try. I think you're, I mean, I think you know what I'm going to say. I mean, in terms of like concern level, it's been four games, you know, yeah. like, so, so there's a big part of me that wants to say, this is kind of, we should have expected this, you know, we should have expected there would be some bumps, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'd say I put my worry level like a four, yeah, maybe a five. But like the reason it's at a four or five, like edging up there, like in like no, under normal circumstances, I would say like it's a two, you know, like yeah, we're not worried. But but like the fact that all of this revolves around seems to be revolving around Cat and like this and the fact that he seems to have like yet again not matured at all and like yet again is just kind of not 
he doesn't get it. Like, he doesn't get but, it. Yeah. And so, so it's the, like, that is really scary because the whole point of this, I mean, I think again, like we've talked about in the past, like I think like in the deep, deep, dark recesses of Tim Connolly's mind, this is a trait about Edwards, not a trait about cat. Maybe even it's not that deep and dark, but, but you know, on its face, you make this trade because you think the cat can like be a great player who can get you far in the playoffs and he can't do it alone. Nobody can, but you don't make this trade unless you think cat's that guy. And he just keeps showing us that he's not that guy. And so the Wolves have got to figure that out. Um, and that's the big concern for me. And if Cat can't figure that out, um, if Cat can't figure out how to be like a mature adult basketball player, <laughs> like what are we, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't know. Like that's, that's the big concern. And that's why it's an actual problem. Yeah. And like, I'm trying to figure out what like a comp would be. And obviously with Cat, it's his personality. Um, and I think you thought right away with Jimmy Butler um, for, for me, my short-term worry level is like a four. Yeah, whatever. Like, we'll be fine. They're still going to win 45, 50 games. Like, they're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. My long-term worry level is like a nine. Um, and I like the, the, the Towns thing and his personality, um, there, there's only so many times where it's like, oh, okay, like, that makes sense. Like, you know, early on it was him, Levine, and Towns were too young. They bring in Butler. Well, Butler's too abrasive. Um, you know, like that, that, which, you know, was it, true. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Certainly. <laughs> yeah. Um, didn't mesh well, but then like the heat go on to the NBA finals and like, you know, had a crazy good year last year behind Butler, whatever. But, um, okay. Then Towns, all NBA third team last year, totally melts down in the, in the playoffs and in, uh, uh, the, yep. the playing game. Yep. Um, okay, well, what you know, whatever. It's his like first series as like the guy, but then suddenly you're like, wait, he isn't really the guy, is he? Okay, well, no big deal. You go out and get Gobert, and um, you know, and maybe you're thinking like, yeah, well, he's going to be the third guy or the second or third guy. Like, we he's not a leader. We we know that. Um, but like maybe with these other guys, you know, we can kind of like mask Cat's immaturity issues and um, you know, blah blah blah. And it's like four games in, the answer is still no. Like he still thinks he's like the guy. And um, it's just like, what? Like, I don't know if you want to play that clip now, but it's like you heard him say it. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what are we talking about here? Um, Basically, this question. Let's just play this. Let's just play this clip. Yeah. Ant was just telling us that a lot of this on him and he's going to be better in back to backs that he has not done that so far. Can you help him through that? Or just is that a young player trying to figure out what to do in this league and how to how to answer the bell two nights in a row? I mean, like I, you know, I, 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 maybe I could do a better job of teaching him how to take care of his body, you know, diet and everything. So that'll be on me. Um, I know y'all think it's funny up here when he talks about Popeyes and all that shit. You know, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't make me happy to hear, you know, we're high-level athletes, so... Um, you know, I, I got to work, I got work to do. Um, but also, you know, it falls on me too, you know, uh, the old cliche, you know, it falls on you, you know, everyone wants to take the blame, but you know, it's all of us. Ant was just telling us. It, I like, A, we have talked all off season about Anthony Edwards working on his body. He looks bigger and he looks stronger, like in like He's a healthy been doing way. He's already. 
right? Like he has, he said he's given up fried foods for the year. Um, he like did, didn't do it on weekdays during the, whatever. Like also he's 21 and sucks in back to backs and said that he's like, yeah, I got to figure that out. Like I need to not suck. Okay. That's accountability. Then for towns to come in and be like, I don't think it's funny that he said like, dude, shut up. Like, I know the, the, the like, fact that you think like, that you can say that, like what, what gives you the, like, I don't understand it. Like yeah. ants has accomplished just as much as you have in your career. And like, I, it just bugs the shit out of me when he says stuff like that. I mean, but like, this is, it's like not even that it's like not even sincere, you know, like that's, that's the part about this. That's so funny. I mean, it's like not funny. It's like depressing, but it's it's not even he doesn't even mean what he's saying. Like Kat is just trying to say some shit that makes him sound cool. And mm-hmm. he's been like trying and he's been doing this for years. I mean, like every single time he's impressed, like they need to stop putting him in front of the media. Like, I know that's I know you can't do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, in the NBA, you have to put your guys in front of the media. For those of you who don't know, like there are rules about that. But like, God damn. They need like they need to get somebody, his people, like cats people, need to like get with him and just be like, dude. (laughs) Because they're hurting his perception around the league. Like nobody takes him seriously. It's like Yeah. I listen to I mean, I don't I know you don't listen to it, but like Vernon and Kevin O'Connor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like they just tore him apart apart for 10 minutes. Yeah. And it was like oh my God, did you hear what he said? And they're like, yeah, "Yeah." like that's like, you could tell they're both like, okay, whatever. Like, and it's like, I mean, my guess is a, he didn't have a conversation with Anthony Edwards before that. No, my guess is he's, he's never before him. He's he's never even thought about this concept before. And he just heard Ant talking about it to the media and was like, oh, I'm going to parrot this back and make it, make it about me. It's just like, it's, it's just stupid. He's just like, he can't answer a question honestly. Like he's so incapable of expressing like what he's actually thinking. Like, and I'm not like trying to pile on him like personally about this, but like within a basketball context, like within the his role as the leader of this team in the NBA, like he cannot answer a question honestly. He cannot. He cannot for one second like say what he's thinking. And I think it's like polluted his just like the way he interacts with everybody in the organization and it's just like so weird and like i'm not like on the trade towns bandwagon yet but i'm like getting close (laughs) and like because you know that there's a team out there like tell me the hornets wouldn't send like six first you know it's just like yeah these types of things like at the end of the day they don't matter like they matter a lot when he's on your team but if you're trading for a guy like for value wise like he's still yeah, you're like, oh my player. god, it's whatever. I, like, exactly, he says some like, weird stuff, but when you're around it, this and like, stuff gets old. I mean, you yeah. guys, you and I both. Ex- I mean, you more than I, but like, we both experienced this working for the wolves. Like, this is not fun to be. And around. it wears on guys. Like, yes. it wear, like, in the, like, it's, yeah, it's like okay, okay, it wears on people in the organization where you roll your eyes. But like, look at the body language. Like, yes. you tell me who's having fun when the wolves aren't. When Towns isn't having his way on the court. And he's throwing temper tantrums. Like, who on the wolves has fun? Everybody's like, dude, fucking car. Like, I mean, there's like such a vacuum, like a leadership vacuum in the organization. And you know how you know that? It's because like Pat Beverly like immediately came in last year um, and was the leader after having yeah. never been on the team. 
and now he, he goes to the Lakers do you and nobody when he traded for Dario Sharch and everyone is like Dario is everyone's absolute favorite guy in the locker room. Yeah. And it's like this guy like doesn't speak that much English. Yeah. He like we he, nobody knows him. And yeah. immediately the they're like man of mystery. Can we please talk to this guy? And it's just like this stuff like does impact the results on the court. And I mean, we saw it last year um you know in the in the in the um like in the regular season but like when Andrew Wiggins and Jimmy Butler got together they're talking for 20 minutes yeah. and they're dabbing and you're like, I, you know, at the time I think everybody was like, Oh, Butler hates, know, Wiggins. B- Butler hate Wiggins, hates Wiggins. And you know, that's like the narrative. Right. And then you look back and you're like, Oh, yeah. like I, I mean, cause that one year we were there for all-star um, in Los Angeles and it was Jimmy and Carl and we were there both in the Timberwolves. And of course, Jimmy, that's the game where he didn't play in the all-star game cause yeah. he was hung over. But like most teammates, you do stuff together and like, whether you, pin this on jimmy or whatever but like he did not want to hang out with carl the entire weekend and it was like and whatever again like i feel like we did this last week where we're just like shit on carl for some of like the little stuff he does but like saying what he did last night and like thinking it won't have like long-term repercussions for like shitting on a guy that's like trying and when your car like and it was also it was also like way like in two years from now like Edwards is going to be the face of this team if he's not already, oh, yeah. right? Like, yeah. And I don't know if it's like Towns' inability to let go. I mean, it's funny because when when you talked about like he he can't like he always has to go like that extra mm-hmm. like you know fifty yards yep. to to and like it reminds me of when he got drafted. People were going to ask him about like, hey, are you I, I, you know, is somebody definitely from like a Kentucky newspaper? And they were like, do you plan on finishing up your college ever? you know, you're going, going out as a freshman, whatever. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go back and I'm going to be a doctor. And everybody kind of laughed and he's like, no, I'm serious. I'm going to be a doctor. And I'm not saying that that's like not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But like he made it seem like he's going to go into the medical field. Like that, that's what he was hinting towards. Like, and everybody was like, I remember being like, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you man? talking about? Like, you're not going to go be at like, you're, you're not going to go to medical school. <laughs> yeah. Like you're I, the NBA. I looked, I looked at Noah, our videographer and I was like, did he just say he wants to be like, Oh my God. Like, dude, you're going to make, but he's not kidding. No. Yeah. I mean, anyways, this but, is, but is I he say, feel bad piling on okay. the guy, but it's just like, this stuff is important. No, like, it is. The, when you're the best, when you're the best guy on an NBA team, like it, it, it does matter. And like people on Twitter that are always like, oh my God, people are just like looking for excuses to like blame towns or whatever. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like I'm a big proponent of like body language and personality matters a lot. Like what, no matter what profession you're in, like certainly like sometimes that can be overrated. Like, you know, you'd rather have a Jimmy Butler type that maybe ruffles feathers and it's really good than have a guy that like fits the culture. Great, but sucks. I get that. But, um, I don't know, man. Like, you tell me, like, another uh, all-time great that's had, like, the personality of Carl, and I'll listen, but I don't know if there is one. Um, all right. With that being said, uh, more Wolves news. Um, reports come out that the Wolves are looking to extend Jalen Noel and Nas Reed. The um, Nas Reed one seems like it's pretty close to being done, which is kind of a surprise yeah. when they brought in. But, like, I guess if you can get them for cheap, right? Um, you know, your, your backup center, backup big. Um, and then it sounds like Jalen Noel is actually going to just, he's going to be like, just wait till being an unrestricted free agent. And he's going to let the market kind of dictate his price, which again, I think that's smart that's for him. Probably the right move. It would be good to keep him. 
Yeah, I no, I agree. And like, when we trade Carl, it's going to be really important to have Nas. It, we're we're gonna, we're going to need Nas, yeah, or another. Maybe like Lori, we can get Lori Markin and maybe the Jazz want him. Um, all right, up next That'd be for hilarious the, if we that trade Carl to the Jazz, the Jazz for Lori Markin and just, all the first back. Yeah, be like, hey, we'll take those first back things. Uh, <laughs> up next, um, except for next year's, I suppose. But um, up next, you're probably listening to this on a Wednesday morning or Wednesday afternoon. Um, up next, the Wolves host the Spurs again. That's on a Wednesday night at uh, Target. What could Center. go wrong? What could go wrong? Um, all right. Well, hey, uh, let's thank our good friends over at DraftKings. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. So tip off the NBA season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Uh, Julian, this is a bet against the spread, but Wolves seven and a half point favorites against the Spurs. You taking that? Yeah, actually. I think so, right? Like that bounce back I, game. I wouldn't be surprised if they like smash the Spurs. This is yeah. the thing about all of these conversations is like they're going to go on a 10, rip off a 10 game winning streak. And, and Towns, is gonna, awesome. Towns is going to score 50 points. We did our job. <laughs> here we are. Um, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Julian, some news around the NBA before we dip out. Uh, Tanking. In an interview with ESPN's Malika Andrews on NBA Today, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver said that he believes the changes the league has made to its system in recent season from flattening the lottery odds to adding the playing tournament have greatly reduced incentives for teams trying to tank. Like for uh, French phenom Victor Wembenyana. Have you ever watched any of his stuff? He's insane. Yeah, it's like nuts. What do you think about this? Like, do you agree with Silver? Um. Well, here's his quote. Well, You're dealing with a 14% chance of the first pick. I recognize at the end of the day, analytics are blah, blah, blah. 14% chance is better than 1% or no percent chance. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Um. Do I agree that they flattened the curve? Well, he's right that they've reduced incentives to tank, you know? So, but, but has it actually stopped? I don't know that it's like, I think what he's kind of getting at there is it hasn't really stopped people from tanking because a 10% chance at getting Wembenyana is still worth it. I actually think that it forces more teams to tank. Or yeah, you're like, yeah, totally. Because if, if there's like, if you were like, <laughs> hey, if you could, if you have the worst record in the entire league, you are going to get the number one pick. Maybe that's like, I don't like, right. You can't uh-huh. do that, but yeah. at least with that, you could get done with the first two months of the season. And if you're like, Oh wow. Well, we're not that bad. So we'll just right. get the fourth. Pick. Yeah, I don't know. Totally. Like when it's kinda... like four, when it's 14%, if you're sitting there at like, you know, we sat with the, the blazers last year, <laughs> they were like, well, F it. We, let's shut we're, down. we're <laughs> bad, but we're not yeah. that bad. But yep. if we lose, our next 10 games, we could slide to the fifth, you know, whatever. we could be quite bad. Yeah. Like we could <laughs> yeah, get 12% totally. instead of yeah, 9%. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's actually a good point. I don't know. So like there, there's like, there's never going to be a perfect solve unless like, I it's literally t- totally random. I don't think it's like that bad. I think like what all you have to do is like basically stop teams from like, doing stuff that's like like super anti the spirit of the game like just like benching guys for no reason you know but like if your roster's bad and you your stars hurt or whatever and you shut them down like i don't i don't really see a problem with this you know and i kind of like i kind of agree with you like it would be kind of cool if it was just like the worst team got the yeah. 
first pick and then like I don't know everybody like a lot of teams would try to be really bad but somebody would have to win and it's kind of like I think the NBA is like more concerned about the perception of tanking than they than they are like like okay the Rockets are just totally unwatchable for a season like don't really hurt the NBA that much no but like it does hurt them when everybody's like there's no com- competition in the in the NBA and then it like hurts the brand so I think yeah. this is more about the brand than the product. Yeah, and I get it. Like, if you're a Thunder fan, right, and, like, you have season tickets or, I mean, you probably got them for super cheap, but, like, <laughs> you're just like, dude, what the fuck have I been watching for four years? Like, they just yeah. keep trying to lose. <laughs> they true. finally got the number two pick, and now, like, we're trying to lose again, and I don't it's, get it. It is going to be crazy, though, when Chet and Wembeliana are on the Yeah, on the same team. <laughs> but, then, but then, like, we'll get into this, but then you have a team like the Lakers, right? Like, what if they get the number three pick and then, you know, they win the lottery. Oh, the Pelicans and then, then the Pelicans get it. And yeah. I don't know if it's top one protected. I'm not sure. But, like, it's like that stuff is kind of crazy, too. That's terrifying. Um, That's so, yeah. an argument for not doing trades like the Go Bear trade. Yep. Yep. That's what scares me. Because there is a world in which, like, uh, Go Bear starts to suck fast or something and like i don't think it's gonna be this year yeah, yeah i'm pretty optimistic about him but um and then like edwards is like dude fuck this carl guy i'm out and then you're like no we want to keep you and they're like no he's like no i'm good and then you have carl and then i don't know whatever like, i just, think that, i think if it even gets remotely close to that the wolf trade carl but i i hope you're right uh all right biggest surprise to start the season this is a trick question because it's actually just going to go into my next question um the jazz are three and one uh-huh. Or is it the biggest surprise that the Lakers are 0-3? Um, I'm not sure if this is uh if this should th- if this should be taken as respect on the Blazers for being 4-0 because you thought they would be 4-0, or if this is erasure. Um, but I think the bigger surprise is definitely the Jazz. Yeah, yeah. And well then Jazz the, the dude, the Blazers being 4-0. They're actually sh- they're actually good. Did I shit on them on this podcast? Probably at one point, but not recently. I actually like what they've done. They're very I, fun. I'm all in. I've been really enjoying watching them. Yeah. I think like the big concern there was like, what happens if Dame, yeah, you're wearing the, the, the sweatshirt. Yeah, sweatshirt. Like, what happens if Dame comes back and it's like, yeah, he's not Dame. And then suddenly you're like, now we got who? Yeah. And it's like, oh wait, Dame still rocks. And yeah. we, now you have all these other pieces because like, I, th- you guys hired the same GM that was like the interim GM. And then yeah. there was a, there was a report being like, Oh, he's not going to be considered for the main job. But then he made like fucking three just killer trades. <laughs> well, and you're like, he you're just like, blew up the whole team. Yeah. And, so I was like, and okay. you're like, hmm, it seems like it seems like he should just get the job then if you're gonna like let him do yeah, all this stuff. Funny. And then he got it. It's been fun. Um, I'm not expecting it to last forever. We can talk about the Lakers now, but uh I am very much enjoying the Blazers. Oh, the Lakers. Okay. Um Russell Westbrook is shooting 29% from the field, eight percent from the three-point line. Uh, the Lakers are eight points per game or per hundred possessions worse with Russell Westbrook on the court than when he's not. Um, like, what do you, what do you do? Because you don't solve all the problems in the world. If you just get rid of Russ, like they, their team sucks kind of anyways, but like if you're Darvin ham, what do you do with Russell Westbrook? I think this is a classic, uh, situation where press release comes out. Friday at you know, 4, 6 p.m. Yeah, yeah, 6 p.m. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and it's like 6 p.m. Eastern, and it's like, or 7 p.m. Eastern, and it's like, uh, 
you know, it's we've we've decided that Russ will not be, or it's like a coach statement that gets leaked or something, and they're like, we've decided that, uh, you know, Russ is going to take some time away from the team. Um, this mm-hmm. is a difficult situation for all parties involved. Uh, we're going to be looking at options for Russ's future. We thank him for everything he's given the organization, but he's not going to be with the Lakers going forward and we will be seeking out a trade and then they will not file a trade unless they attach picks. And then he just kind of sits in and he just kind of sits there, but it's clear and whatever, which is sad, but like the Lakers are clearly better without him. He's a negative. He's not, he's not, not a positive. He's actively hurting them. So it, 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 that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I think I think I like that actually quite a bit. If you can get him to sign off, because then you open the door to be like, okay, let's figure out how much better we are without Russ. Mm-hmm. Like, can we make the seventh seed or eighth seed? And then if the answer is still no, then you know, and you're like, oh shit, we got to get LeBron everything we can. Then it's like, okay, let's attach a first round pick and go get Miles Turner and buddy healed or whatever and if you're russ it like kind of preserves like you have some kind of like preservation of like you can fake an injury or whatever you know like you can kind of and like it's i mean it's over with russ we all know this but you can kind of tell yourself like okay like i'm not gonna give people more reasons to think i suck and so i'm gonna like find my way into like playing basketball for the pacers or something it's such a weird thing right because like We've seen players like this before where like they just can't like there's either you're a star or you're not like Allen Iverson. I remember like, yeah, when he went to the, the, I think it was the nuggets for a little bit. He was okay. And then he went to the Pistons. Um, and then I think he went to the Grizzlies for a little bit, but it was just like, he could not accept like any sort of role that wasn't him being the guy. Um, and then, like, on the opposite realm, you have somebody like Rajon Rondo or, like, mm-hmm. Jason Kidd. These guys that, like, they just played late in their career, and they were like, oh, yeah, like, I'll play 12 minutes a game, and I'll be a guy that gets six points and six assists off the bench. It's, like, funny because I don't even know enough to tell you whether or not this is Russ not accepting his role or if he just, like, doesn't have the skills to succeed in the NBA right now. You um, know? I think both. I think it's that's got to be both. I mean, he I can't think shoot. He can't shoot. He makes such bad decisions. The other night, he, yeah. the Lakers were up by two, and he came out On and the shot. Blazers. Yeah, shot a shot a bucket with thirty seconds left, and there like fifteen seconds left on the shot clock. Yeah, it's like very weird. It was like okay, that was the dumbest thing. Like, yeah, it was very stupid. Yeah. Um. But then, but then there's a world in which like, okay, like if he goes to a team as like their backup point guard. Granted, like the way he's getting paid is not like that. But like if he's like a backup point guard or like the third guard on a team. Yeah, I know we can't shoot, but like playing for 12 minutes a game or 18 minutes a game. And and, and I know that's yep. like tough yep. for him to swallow because he thinks he's still that guy. But like, you know, everything says you're not. I mean, he's made enough money in his career where he could easily he could happily retire, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and if he doesn't want to take a minimized role and he just wants to call it like that's on him um but if he wants to keep playing basketball it's this has got to change yeah and that's just like a decision he has to make agreed um all right well cool um julian thank you so much 
my, my good friend. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday. Um, well, in your in your pod feed on Friday. So we'll recap the next Spurs game. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully we have nicer things to say about the Timberwolves. Um, until next time, my friend Julian. Yeah, I'll see you later. <laughs> I wasn't right. sure if there's another word coming. Very, very awkward. Yes. Okay. <laughs> good. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for listening.